thanks for joining us again. We're going into, um, back to Van Damme town. We're bringing Dennis Rodman along, though, Jared, mm. which seems like the perfect combination, really. I mean, it was 1997. He was so hot right now. Yeah. So put him in a movie. Yeah, of, course. <laughs> of course. I mean, I'm a studio, I'm a studio suit. I mean, if Hulk Hogan was a veteran by then of cinema, yeah. <laughs> you think Dennis Rodman's got a career definitely lined up for after playing? But uh, we're going to cover 1997's Double Team. Mm-hmm. Now, to prepare for this, I actually listened to um, We Hate Movies episode about it. Yep. Which was highly amusing. So they were not fair. <laughs> no, actually, no. They they actually said it's a good one-time watch. So. Okay. I'm not sure I agree, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Now, what have you been watching recently? What have I been watching? You would have watched a lot. You were on holidays. Is that not correct? Yes. I've been into a little little bit of stuff. Plenty of TV. Still on um, What We Do in the Shadows and Wellington Paranormal. I wrapped up the last season of What We Do in the Shadows. Yep, I'm good. still working my way through Wellington Paranormal. I also delved back into Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. What? Adam, which is a, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was a British sitcom, uh, not a sitcom, it was a British comedy in the mid-2000s that Maddie actually gave me the, the DVDs of. I hadn't heard it up until that point, but it's a couple of guys from the IT crowd, Matt Berry's in it. Right. Essentially, Garth Marenghi's a fucking hack writer. In the sort of Stephen King mould, who thinks he's king shit. Okay. So he's presenting this TV show that was made of his work <laughs> in the, in right. the 80s. Right. That was, so it's kind of like, you know, you're watching the episodes of TV in the 80s, and then Marenghi and the other actors are kind of it's now around it. And his agent, I believe his agent is played by Richard Aote. Oh, yeah, yeah. But his agent gets a role in the show, so he's a fucking stilted actor, and Matt Berry's carrying on all this sort of shit, and he's, yeah, it's piss funny. It's yeah. basically, you know, if if, thinks, if Stephen King couldn't write, but thought he was king shit, and so, you know, he, he keeps cutting in and saying things like, I know plenty of writers who've used subtext, and they're all cowards, and all this sort of <laughs> shit. Like, um, and the reason I listen to it is because he's released a book, so yeah. I grabbed the book on Audible because the guy's reading it in character. Yeah. And the book is piss funny. I mean, we're talking, he's fucking going on this hell-raised tangent where he's having sex with a typewriter and all this sort of shit. <laughs> and, yeah, so Garth Marenghi's very, very funny. It was like, it only went for like six episodes. Okay. Six 20-minute episodes or something. So um, if you haven't checked it out, yeah. Where's it available? It's a good laugh. Uh, I don't know where it's streaming. Maddie actually gave me the DVD. Oh, okay, so okay. I, I grabbed, grabbed that out and dusted it off and good, had a watch. Good, good. I also, uh, well, I had to, you know, being that we're always watching stuff that's uh, looking at not not the greatest of humanity. I know you like your true crimes. And th- I thought I'd better fucking go for something a little uplifting, so I watched a bit of Better Date Than Never, Adam. Better ABC. Date Than Never? Yeah. Think Love on the Spectrum. Oh, yeah. Think Love on the Spectrum. Is that it's out, is it? broad. Yeah, yeah. So I watched the whole first season. I, I mean, talk about... It's it's heartwarming stuff. Even, even blokes like us with... Cold, shriveled kind of heart. Fucking speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I cried at Titanic. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, don't, right. don't, you know, don't come um, at me with that. Well, your heart's more fucking shriveled than mine. <laughs> Mine's cold. It's not shriveled, Jared. It's cold. But I was like the Grinch. <laughs> my heart grew a couple of sizes watching it. But I'm watching that tonight. Yeah, it's gold. It's really good stuff. Because me and my wife were talking about watching when we saw the ad for it. Yeah. Because we like Love on the Spectrum. It's essentially the same show, but it's a broader group of people. That's good. What's a better date than never? Better date than never. All right. Excellent, excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. 
I also ventured into Velma territory. Oh, oh yeah, so did I. I can't say I was real pleased with it. Did you watch the whole thing? Oh, I think I'm four episodes deep. I went three. I'm three deep, and I just can't see myself going any further. No, I just don't know what they're really going for because it doesn't seem like they're fans of Scooby Doo. Like you know, sometimes you bring this stuff back and you modernise it, and you and you do um, you know make a few jokes about stuff that's aged badly. And I don't think these the people that made this had a fondness at all for. I don't think they even. Cared to to see whether any of the characters. Well, for me, Jared, the thing that I don't quite understand is you don't have Scooby at all. Mm. Right, okay, which I can live with. I can understand that's fine. You take you decide to change the characters, um, you know, their sexual preferences and things like that. Yep, which is perfectly fine. But for me, I think that comedy was just way off the mark. Yeah, it's not funny. Not, not to particularly mention, funny, and it, it's actually a bit more sort of gross. Yeah, yeah, not to mention Velma is the least likeable character in the, the whole thing. Yeah, exactly, and that and that's problematic. Like, she, treats it, that. she treats everyone like shit, and, like, you just can't... I don't know what you're supposed to get on board with. Um, I don't mind Shaggy's character so far. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind Norville so, so far, but, again, I, can't, I, I fail to see how it all fits into the Scooby-Doo... Or the, the you know the 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 universe of it, you know, the sort of yeah. the mythology of it. Really. Yeah, the Scooby Gang. I, I just don't see much of it coming together. I do like the fact that they're kind of attempting to unravel a mystery over the course of a season. Yeah, which is kind of cool. But I mean, Fred. Okay, I can get taking the piss out of Fred, but again, the guy's just. How are we supposed to ever like him? So how are we supposed to actually come to any place where they're all together? Yeah, Norville's like, the only one. Gonna... Norville's the only one I look at, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I, I like the character. He's not a despicable. Fucking... Yeah, but also he's connected to Velma. Yeah, like, they actually know each other, and she he sort of pines for her and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, the other two, Daphne and Fred, are basically assholes. Yeah, that she wants to take down. So I'm how kinda, do we? I'm kind of like on on the same sort of track as you too. Like I don't. I don't really have an issue with them wanting to say, okay, well, Fred is now the the privileged white character, and so we're gonna we're gonna have a fun with Yeah, that. that's fine. But it's not clever. Like we we make a few gags at it early, and then it just becomes really tired really quickly. Hmm. And that goes for most of the stuff. There's 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 been a handful of times where I've had a bit of a laugh. Other than that, I've gone through four episodes, which is what probably about eighty minutes worth. Of TV, where I'm just kind of like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be laughing. Put it this way, Jared, I cannot see a second season. Anyway, well, I reckon they're going to get one because people are like, there's a lot of people watching it now because it's considered because it's, so bad. It's a hate watch to a lot of people, and yeah, so well, I'll tell you, it doesn't deserve it because it won't get past. I won't go past three episodes. I just can't. I'm going to stick because I've heard a couple of things that have happened in five and six. I've stumbled across them, so I'll stick for. I'll probably watch the first season mm. and then I'll make a call on it, but mm. I can't see it going all that well. Like, I mean, I found Mindy Kaling quite funny on yeah. things like The Office. Yeah. I didn't watch her series, but she's just really, like, the character is just grating. Yeah. And because you're spending all the time with it, you're like, at what point are we going to start to see some development and she's going to become kind of the glue for the team like she was in... The, the original stuff. 
as we've said, I don't mind a few changes here and there, but if it's if it's nothing like Scooby Doo, then why did you fucking call well, Scooby Doo? We'd be going I've, way, I've, way I've, off the track. Yeah, I've actually read some people suggest that perhaps it was not even that that it was conceived as something else, and that it just got sort of squeezed into the Scooby Doo mythology, which I, I do have a bit of an issue with. Well, I don't know how. Hmm. <laughs> Look, it's a head scratcher because I don't. I mean, I thought it might be an interest. Like I'd heard some bad things and thought I still think might maybe this might be interesting. Yeah. And then within seconds, you know, there's a a cockroach uh, crawls out, and then a second cockroach <laughs> comes up behind and starts humping it, and I was just like, oh, he have got off, off on a bad foot, and it yeah. just never never solidified. So. Yep. What else you got? In terms of the uh, movies that I've been watching recently, I couldn't say there's many good ones. Avatar. I mean, we talked about. Uh, we're talking about some no. stuff. <laughs> that's a, that's a no, no not Avatar. <laughs> no, no, I haven't watched Avatar yet. I'm waiting until the crowds cool down because <laughs> it still seems like every cinema is fucking full of people watching it. Correct. So we spoke a little bit about uh, stuff that we've watched on a previous episode, Adam, that uh, has fucking disappeared into the ether. But <laughs> and someone asked me about that on Facebook. I had to admit that I accidentally deleted it. So picking up from where we were at, I watched a doco on Tubi called In Search of All-American Massacre, which is the one about the lost Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one that was directed by Toby Hooper's son as yep. a bit of a fan film and yep. actually had Bill, uh, Bill Mosley back. Yeah. How was the it? The idea's good, but the doco's... Terrible. Very ordinary because yeah. essentially it's one guy who does a bit of he does a bit of stuff like he buys a couple of things off eBay from the maybe it was a cinematographer or something like that buys some of his belongings off eBay to try to see if he can find a reel of the film. Mm. You know, spoiler territory. You could see it coming a mile off, but he doesn't actually find the film. And so essentially, you got these three friends talking about it. One of which I thought was you know, worth worth talking to one guy in there is just like, oh, can we can we not talk to him anymore? But outside of that, they get an interview with one guy who was in the film. That's and it. we make a sixty minute doco. Jesus Christ! And so I'm just like, you've you've got nothing. Half to, an hour. Yeah, you've got nothing to make here. I, like I was intrigued, and I was I was you know they they did you know I dug up a couple of interviews and stuff that were on the website for it and whatnot. But there's just nothing there. It's just like you start a doco um, and it just doesn't go anywhere. Like, you, at the end of the doco, you're in exactly the same place as you were at the start of it. And so it's really, unless it's, you know, the interview stuff wasn't bad because the guy's got a few insights, but essentially you're crafting a whole 60-minute film around the interviews with one bloke and it yeah. doesn't, doesn't really work. So that was, a, that was a bit of a letdown. I mean, I could see it. I could see it coming before I even clicked on it, but I, I persisted. <laughs> couple of comedies Adam for some reason I watched Grandma's Boy <laughs> oh god yeah yeah. is that how you would couple of laughs but it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't top shelf material I then went on to Planes, Trains and Automobiles classic. because you mentioned that fucking classic <laughs> look it was alright I love it and you know why John you really see the best of John Candy I think in that yeah movie. he's pretty funny so he, he's funny but he's also you know he sells the dramatic stuff yeah. A couple of times. He really nails that. Especially that sequence where Steve Martin rips the shit out of him in the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? You think that's bad? 
I spent time with Dill Griffith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shower curtain ring salesman guy. Whoa. <laughs> and he just sells that whole thing of like, yeah, I like who I am. Like, yeah. You know, yep. Um, I think he does a fantastic job. Yeah. That's... I think the movie is quite funny. It does run out of... St- it loses some... Momentum mm. afterwards he gets picked up by Paul's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which you enjoy thoroughly. <laughs> I don't know why. I laughed. I laughed quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do we laugh at such fucking frivolity? Because it's it's the peak of comedy Adam, someone getting hit in the balls. Um <laughs> I went back to the Batman. I watched the Batman yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. Solid, solid picture. Loved it. Solid. I think I might have enjoyed it more this time around. Colin Farrell. He's excellent. Just awesome in there. Stumbled onto a bit more Disney Plus horror huh? or available on Disney Plus. I watched Grim Cuddy. Essentially, it's that... You remember that internet meme, that Momo thing that looked like a... Kind of looked like a cross between a human and a bird with massive eyes and whatever mm. essentially it was turned into like one of these I must have missed it <laughs> essentially it was turned into one of these like internet urban legends sort of like challenges. Um, Slender Man a bit like Slender Man where oh you got to do this challenge or, or Momo's going to fucking appear and whatever so the idea of the the, the film is around that Grim Cuddy is essentially Momo in this thing where it's, a, it's an internet legend and it starts off alright there's a couple of scenes where you see the thing and you're like oh, we can get some mileage out of this a couple of creepy scares and stuff very quickly veers into just ridiculous the biggest issue with it is that it's that it kind of centres all this stuff going on and then starts to talk about it goes into the parents and their role in it and I was just kind of watching it going I don't know what the messages are going like yeah, you know, what message you're trying to put out here but if it's what I think it is, it's fucking ridiculous. And it kind of undermines any of the scares and stuff going on on Does the screen. Does anyone have note in this? No, no. no. <clears throat> Actually, no. Her name was... What was her name? Sharon Sossman? Or oh, something. yeah, she yeah. Was, Sharon Sossman. Yeah, she she disappeared for a while. She plays the mother. No. That's the biggest name in there. Okay, right. Um, couldn't recommend it. Uh-huh. Could not recommend it. I watched Everything Everywhere all at once. How was that? I really liked it. Yeah. It's it is a little weird. It's a bit out there. Worthy of Oscar. The performances are excellent. Like the acting performances all round are really good. Yeah. And yeah, I I quite enjoyed it. It's it's definitely out there. It's a little bit off the wall, but the messages in there are, are really strong. As I said, the acting performances are really strong. Mm-hmm. Very enjoyable. I watched Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the first oh, one. Oh yeah. Uh, again, sort of humouring family members that are into the Harry Potter stuff at the moment. Is gobbledygook. The first one wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be from what I'd heard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was all right. I, I didn't mind it so bad. Again, quality actors help. Yeah. Eddie Redmayne's very good. The story's just okay. Ezra Miller in there reminding reminding us that they could be quite a good actor if that's that's... <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't so much other stuff going on. Remember, <laughs> mate, just say sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just fall on your sword, okay? Yep. Because you'll be back in business. Correct. Uh, I got onto a bit of In Search of Darkness three. Yep. Because it is so lengthy, I did not finish it. But I got, I got about uh, two hours in, and I subsequently watched Without Warning, 
Oh, yeah, I want to watch that. It's on Tubi. Yeah, well, I... Uh, it's not good? Well, I found it on Plex, and the... the Plex? The, uh, it's another freebie. Plex? The, the transfer was awful. It looked like a VHS that someone had like, fucking taken to with a, an eraser or something. What? But there's a, there's a cut on YouTube that's actually... It was far better. So the one so, on Tubi's no good? I didn't see it on Tubi. Oh, it's I didn't find it on Tubi. Huh? The Tubi one might be all right. Yeah, I'll check that out. Because I think it was another one that was picked up by Shout Factory that Tubi tends to, tends to get. Yeah, so I if bet that's you the one you're think. watching, yeah. it's probably pretty good. Uh, look, it was okay. It yeah. was okay. I, 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 so it reminds me, they, they talked about it in the terms of Predator. Yeah, it gets like a bit Predator. slow towards the middle, but the beginning and a little bit towards the end are, are quite good. And obviously you got guys like Jack Palance and, and Martin Landau Land doing some good work in Doug there. Does It does get very sluggish, though, at, at times. But um, enjoyable. Outside of that, Adam, I had a couple of absolute gems on here. I went through... I spent a bit of time in Diesel Territory, and I Again? watched... I went through... I think we mentioned it last time, but I finished the whole Riddick Yeah, yeah, the whole series. Riddick thing. Last Witch yeah. Hunter? Uh, I, I stumbled into Last Witch Hunter. I, I haven't really, really kicked it off yet. Oh. But the last one for me, Adam, Miami Connection. Miami Connection. I've thought that was made by the same guys who made Hard Ticket to Hawaii, but you <laughs> set me straight not. on that. I believe it's an it Asian not. film. Is that right? um, no, no, no. It was, it was um, made in the States. Okay. The lead actor is a guy that came from Korea to America. I believe he's like a... I believe he owns a taekwondo school and does a bit of motivational speaking. Is and, it uh, pure shit, this movie? It's hilarious. Like, it's so bad, but it's one of those ones where it's just consistently got things that are making you laugh. And, I mean, these five, <laughs> these five guys that are all black belts in taekwondo all come together and play in a, having to play in a band together. They all live together. And I watched it with some Riff, riff Tracks commentary too, and they kind of consistently kept bringing up how, how they never seem to be wearing shirts and all this sort of stuff. And <laughs> so is it worth my time? Because I believe it's on Shutter. Yeah, it? yeah, it's worth your time. It's it's hilarious. Okay, good. My time's precious, so don't mm. steer me you know, wrong yeah, there. Your time seems very precious, Adam. <laughs> well, when I get to what I've watched, I'll yeah, yeah. see. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. So have you, is that the last of your That's it. stuff? All right. I went, I watched Curtains. Uh, on mm-hmm. your recommendation? Yep. I had it on uh, Blu-ray. Yep. Quality transfer. You know what? Still very dark. Still very dark, yeah. <laughs> Curtains is good. I, yeah, I think it's got that, some really good things it's, about it. It's kind of different and a little bit weird. The setup's really cool. The fucking hag mask is... The hag mask. Yeah, yeah right up yeah. there. Yeah. Creeps the shit out of me. Uh, yeah, and, and all those little dolls. They keep yeah. coming across dolls just standing in the middle of the road and stuff like yeah. that. Um, some of that stuff is really good. And the whole idea that this director's kind of... Manipulating all these women and stuff, and then you got that one woman in a silo. You know, I love the method, but let's not check into an asylum so and not be able to check out. Yeah, <laughs> correct, know, let's, let's, correct. Let's I need some assurances. Or yeah, I, I need, some, yeah, yeah. I I need someone something. else in on the plan because I don't trust you, but anyway. <laughs> I watched Antlers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't like it. Was, it. it was one of those ones that sort of. Thought it was kind of deep and you know meaningful, mm. but it was just kind of boring. It was boring. Okay, I had some good actors in there, but um, other than that, it was a bit of a bit of a bore. I watched, as I said, Velma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched In Search of Darkness three, the entire five and a half hours. Yeah. Look, if there's a eighties movie 
these horror movie out there, I would know about it. Now that I've watched all three of these. Yeah, it's <laughs> these in depth. And even the third one is great stuff. Yeah. It's just the, the films that they're going to are much more digging. Yeah. And I mean, when, I can find, like... when I can find four or five of them on Tubi, that's telling you how, dig, yeah. how deep they're digging, really. But they had some interesting things, like some stuff about John Carpenter and Wes Craven. Yep. They have some stuff about Screaming Mad George. Yep. The effects man. Um, so, you know, there's some interesting... There's stuff angle. about Charlie Band. Charlie Band's in there many times. <laughs> and the last one for me is actually non-horror, but we went to, went to the Sunset Cinema last night and watched A, a Man Named Dotto mm-hmm. with Tom Hanks. Yep. Which was really good. Mm. Yeah. So, that was it for me. Not as good as mine. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. My, no, my hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What am I talking about? I've watched the first three episodes of Last of Us. Ah, uh, yes. Fucking outstanding. Yeah, it's really, really good. If you're a fan of the game, you'll you'll see what they've done. They've they've adapted it very well. They've taken some some angles mm. on it. Uh, and the third episode is fucking awesome. Yeah, um, because it takes a small character from the game and takes it in a you know spends an entire episode with them. Uh, and and it really really works. I thought it was fantastic. And yeah, my wife she was, she's sort of been up and down because she's kind of like it's about zombies and stuff. And you know we've seen all this before and everything like that. And she was like that 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 episode that third episode was the best one of the lot by far. Mm. So it really really resonates. And I think it's a really really good series so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I've taken a somewhat risky somewhat risky approach to try and bank up a couple of episodes because you know because everyone's loving it so much all the bloody sites I read regularly are I'm dodging spoilers like uh, like Van Damme in a fucking coliseum full of landmines at it <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not dodging them like Ricky Rourke in a coliseum full of landmines the thing is too like because I've played the game I don't think there's a lot that's going to surprise me but I no. do know there's a couple of liberties that yeah, they've yeah. taken and characters they've fleshed out a bit um, so. and I was with you when they announced Pedro Pascal as Joel. I was kind of like, "Yeah, I don't really see it. Yeah, I don't see it. He doesn't seem to have that kind of grizzled, world-weary type of thing that you would expect. But he's perfect. Yeah, he's perfect for it. Mm. Uh, and he nails it because you know we get that bit at the start when he's sort of you know younger." Yep. And then we come forward, uh, and it, it, they've done a fantastic job. And I think he, I think the acting is is outstanding, but the writing and stuff is really really good. So I'm really looking forward to the next six episodes to finish it up. Very good. But that's it for me. All right, Jared. Let's you know start <laughs> putting a basketball or an yeah. average action star together. Let's come up with as many basketball puns Related as we can possibly. You possibly oh, can. No, that's okay. They did it for us. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we take a break now, and here's the trailer for 1997's Double Team. The new and improved Dennis Rodman. I'm the man, baby. He's kinder. Ah! He's gentler. He's terrible. He just has one simple rule. No refs. Double Team, 1997, directed by Tasu Hark, and who directed Knock Off. was another Van Damme picture with mm. Rob Snyder. <laughs> Christ almighty, the bloke was uh, yeah. just diving for anybody, wasn't yep. he? Anything will do. 
Produced by Mushi Diamant, who produced The Hurricane Heist. Eh? Classic. Classic. Story by Don Jacoby, who wrote Death, Death Wish 3. And the screenplay is by Jacoby <laughs> and Paul Moniz, who wrote The Quest. I oh, know, I know. Fucking hell. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, that, it, it wasn't on the fucking steady ground. But I will say this. Some of the stuff I read was Jacoby had actually written a script about the colony. A good side script, of it, yes. According to JCVD. Take that with a grain of salt. Yes, <laughs> yes. A grain of salt on that Wouldn't one. Wouldn't know a good script if it fucking bit him in the ass. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the very least, towed him up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme as Jack Quinn, Dennis Rodman as Yaz, and Mickey Rourke as Stavros. It had a budget of $30 million. And made eleven million. <laughs> oh, shit. So this this was kind of the end of the Van Dam. His wave had kind of quest crested and was coming down now. Mm. I mean, but, he he rode he rode that once it had crested. He kind of rode it a long way after that. He did. He did. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I know what you're saying. The popularity had started to wane. To wane by then. Well, the idea of you know these ass kicking sort of martial arts films that he was mm. making just weren't cutting. Now the trivia is interesting, Jared. The next movie that Van Damme was going to be in after Double Team was an action horror called Abominable, which was described as people lost uh, as predator in a, in the snow, in which his character would have to have to save a group of people lost in the snowy mountains from an abominable snowman. I was just about to say, I hear Sasquatch. I mean, could that have been the, the mythical film that we're looking for? Oh my God, Jared! <laughs> Between '95 and 2000, director Peter Hims and Rennie Harlan were involved in the project, but due to poor box office results of Van Damme's films, Universal Studios cancelled it. What are you thinking? I oh. mean, fuck, that is ripe. Harlan had done Cliffhanger; he would have been perfect for that shit, mm. right? God, fucking hell. <laughs> What was the one that we were talking about, Stallone? What was that called again? Uh, um, Gale Force. Gale Force, yeah. Gale Force and Isobar. He was attached Isobar, to both of them yes. in similar periods. Correct, yes, Isobar. So he's just the bloody kiss of death for a reasonable yeah. script. Sly comes on board and everyone goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is going down the tube quick. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. This film is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It squanders a really cool idea. The colony stuff, yeah, which we'll go into more depth as we go along, but that stuff was interesting. That was where the film needed to set most of its action. Yeah, I think so. But it decides that it will magpie that little bit and then we'll cover it, we'll surround it with Van Damme and Dennis Rodman in some kind of weird buddy sort of action mashup. It doesn't work at all. No. Basically, it's just sort of this globe-trotting spy crap that doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, I didn't really know what was what was what as we went along. Yep. And Mickey Rourke's solid as a villain. And I'm going to leave that my what my thoughts on Rodman out because we're going to open with that, Jared. But Van Damme's taking himself way too seriously here, like way too seriously. This is action junk. I've told you about action junk. This is action junk. Well, it's it's on the junk pile of action junk. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's a lower tier of action junk. It's for, it's really forgettable. And, you know, 
it was it was always good when um, John Woo came into to America. Other Asian directors came after him, mm. but there's nothing particularly outstanding about any of the action scenes here. No. So I don't really know what this guy's resume and pedigree was. He but, did a bit of stuff with Jet Li. But, I, had, I think he did the Once Upon a Time in China movies and things like that. Yeah, it doesn't translate, whatever it is, because mm. the action is very, very stale. Yeah, for the most part, absolutely. I gave it two. Two? Two out of five. I was probably being a little bit generous. Yeah, I went for one and a half. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt like I was fucking having a fever dream or something. Like, we were just straight into the... It was just lunacy from the get-go. Yeah. And I'm okay with that to a point. Yeah, as you said, most of it wasn't all that entertaining. Rourke is the only one I could say does probably earned his paycheck. I wonder what his paycheck was, a $30 million picture, so he's probably got a couple of million, though. But, yeah, the acting all round is pretty subpar. As you said, the the idea of the colony, and it's kind of not, you know, it, it makes sense when you read about the original script being about the colony and then it being rewritten and all the cartoonish elements and Dennis Rodman and all that stuff being added, Mm. it feels like it goes to another movie for a stretch there. Yeah. We have this opening part with Rourke and and Van Damme and then he goes to the colony (laughs) and then we come back into the other movie. It feels like the colony's been just dropped in there. Yeah. It's kind of wasted. So, I don't know. I was just... I was not... I was not enjoying myself. The best action stuff and the best plotted parts are in that colony section. Like... Yep, and obviously you've got to have, you know, I'd imagine in the original script there was still something like the child and the the, the wife and child or something like that hmm. that he's intending to escape back to. Hmm. But it seems like they expanded on those parts and shrunk the colony parts, which I'm assuming in the initial script was kind of the other way around. Yeah, that's what I, how I would have thought, or would have assumed. So yeah, I couldn't get past one and a half. Mate. Well, I, I mean, I guess I, I did guess not shrink, enjoy myself. You shrink the colony pass and you bring in Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Sound business decision. <laughs> Sound. All right, before we even get to the pros and cons, Jared, I'm putting it right out there. Rodman, hmm. pro or con? Con. Con. Yeah. I actually went pro. Uh, I mean, the guy's not as act. The guy's not an actor's bum. Right? I would like to check your. Um, Current <laughs> mental state and, and stability to be making such a call. Well, we, haven't, that's we haven't got time for a cyber evaluation <laughs> at this stage, so you're just going to have to go with me here a little bit. I'm going con. I think the bloke is not an actor's ass. No. He's physical. He's got physicality on his side. Yes. The fight scenes work out well with him because he's big and rangy. But he rangy. barely does any. Yeah, I know, but when they do you do say that... big and rangy, all he did was throw a couple of kicks and then there seemed to be a lot of wrestling. Yeah, I, I see you know your judo well, Dennis. <laughs> 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 but he's at least he's a, he's kind of got a presence about him, and yeah. I found him kind of he's at least having some fun with what he's doing. I mean, look, he's having fun, but I could be having fun at Hollywood Pictures. <laughs> I would be saying I'd be worth watching. That's where we're at here because I mean, I would go as far to say what sixty percent of his dialogue is basketball puns. Yeah, I know. Would but that that's be not fair? his fault, is it? Well, I mean, push I back, Dennis. Push back. <laughs> You're a big man. I'm sure if you say to the director, I'm not saying that, yeah. you don't say it. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, I mean, fuck the goals in the, in, in the, in the throws of a, a, a back-to-back, a, you know, fucking three championships in a row. I know, the ball. I know. Yeah, I, t- I just couldn't. Con. 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 Give right. me Hulk Hogan instead. Oh, piss. 
Imagine putting a pair of them together. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Talk about a fucking acting black hole. I mean, we weren't that far off. Like, we were wrestling matches together. So. Were they? Yeah, remember when uh, Rodman and... I think it was Rodman and Hogan in his Hollywood Hogan phase wrestled fucking DDP and Carl Malone? <laughs> What? You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that. I don't think anyone else does either. Is <laughs> um, that when Hogan was had a had black? Yeah, yeah. Side side of his ears was black. Yeah, yeah. It was blonde. Yeah. Because that was the rugged kind of you know <laughs> <laughs> the rugged Hogan look. And look, surely Carmelo's got Rodman covered. Oh, Carmelo had the he he would have been in the gym. Fucking non-stop at that point in time. He was he was certainly in good big unit. Big unit. Okay, look, let's get to the likes here. Mickey Rourke, by far the best actor. Solid. Tries to bring a little bit of sort of tries to bring something to character. Yeah. As best you can in such an underwritten villain role. Yes, and can um, act, uh, which is. You know, I mean, it sounds silly, but most of the actors here can't seem to act. Yeah, exactly. And And Adam, it's worth mentioning that it was in the period just before Mickey started getting his head mistaken for his backside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that your face or a rogue piece of fucking scrotum skin? I don't know. I could. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mickey, the the whole sort of the whole movement of putting past your scrotum on your face, it's not yeah. real, right? I mean, I'm not. Uh, no, yeah, what? I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not one to you know take shots at people's appearance very often. But when you do that to yourself <laughs> yeah. and you go under the knife when and you then tell us that you never did. <laughs> I'm going to have at it, Mickey. Did he say he fucking never did? I'm pretty sure he said he's never. Was it him? Yeah, I think he might have mentioned that he never as much. Well, Mickey, get off the fucking drugs or whatever you're on because, I mean, I thought your face was palatable. (laughs) Jared. I mean, in this, he's still a good-looking bloke. Oh, let's not go that far. He still passes as a... Look, obviously, he's he's taken taken some hits, but you look at him and you say, handsome fella. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, and, and in his heyday, why he fucked around with his own face is beyond me. <laughs> I've got no because idea. Because in his heyday, he was very handsome, and you would think that he would grow into that, like Brad Pitt or one of those guys has. That they, if they still look like they used to, they're just yeah. fucking more old, older, and um, more sort of regal. Yeah. I don't know what he's fucking doing. <laughs> oh, Mickey looks like someone's taken to him with the smudge tool. <laughs> 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 Mickey he looks like a bad Photoshop of himself. I mean, Mickey didn't have a strong enough manager to say, "Listen, mate, no more injectables." Ugh. Right? But yeah. but Raw can act, and he, he gives can. you enough. He tries to sort of give you something. Yes. About the villain being kind of almost misunderstood a little bit. Yeah. And not such a bad man in terms of how he deals with the kids and all that, and the fact that he's been destroyed by Van Damme and Co. Killing his son. Yeah, and it's you know it's pretty standard, pretty standard action setup. Yeah, you know, the but, whole. I, I, but you know, I, I could have gone with that. The whole Van Dam accidentally killing his son to I'm going to take revenge. Yeah, yeah, by I, going I, for the same definitely. sort of thing. Like that, that all works perfectly fine. He also looks. Re- he's in ripping, Nick. He is. He's and been he, hit the gym. he handles the martial arts sort of stuff. Pretty well. Pretty well, yeah. I think. Yep. So Who overall, did a bit of training beforehand. Yeah. Overall, he seems committed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what he thought he was going to be in. 
Because I would not have committed the time and effort. Well, he thought he was going to be in the colony, Adam, and then he turned up on set and said, what's Dennis Rodman doing? <laughs> yeah. So he yeah. got another... He like, takes back down Vegas. the shoulder and said, what the fuck is he doing here? Is he in a bedroom or something? Yeah. But they said, no, mate, he's, he's acting. Uh, he's in it. He's in it. Okay. I love the fact that we start the film at a million miles an hour, <laughs> and I believe Van Damme is driving a truck full of plutonium. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like he's at fucking NASCAR. Yeah, <laughs> he's exactly. Like, he's being chased by motorcycles, <laughs> causing explosions. the thing like a lunatic. Now, maybe I don't know a lot about this sort of stuff, but I my assumption was you couldn't just do that with plutonium. No, look, I don't it's know. It's a highly flammable material. And looking at the truck, I mean... Whoever designed the truck in Tango and Cash is looking at that and going, tone it down, dude. It's all ridiculous. I mean, I, I just could not stop laughing when he drives drives past and clips the bloody fuel tank and next thing you know, the fucking it. truck is just blowing up. And then he jumps over a train? Yeah, something like that. Oh God, that truck's not getting over that. No. Come on. I wouldn't have thought so. God, although, I, look, I must admit I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, look, it was... It was at the point where I was like, okay, well, this is the right level of... Action jump. Lunacy. <laughs> I can handle that this. That was a perfect amount of action jump. Yeah. There are a couple of really cool shots in there, transitional shots that I liked. Yeah. Um, one in particular is Van Damme on the ground in the hospital. Yeah. And then it it, it changes to uh, some slats on a, like, window blind. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. T- they turn up and he disappears. His face disappears. Yep. And it goes in the next shot. I thought that was really cool. I actually thought some of the stuff <laughs> in that hospital section was some of the better work in terms of that. There was a lot of both of them being shot in the shadows and, mm. and that sort of thing. I thought that was one of the points in the movie where I thought, yeah, the direction here is not too bad. We're yeah. shooting them pretty close. The action stuff there isn't too bad. Mm. So, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. The colony, Jared. The colony. Mm. All of that stuff was intriguing. Yes. The, the idea whole idea that you have been killed and rubbed out yeah. and essentially put into witness protection as a CIA spy yeah. yep. and you're still working, you're still looking at terrorism and stuff and, and sort of providing advice under the shadows, in the shadows, and then the escape. I actually think the escape works really well. Yeah, all that stuff's pretty good. I actually think the, um, I mean, the idea of the colony is a good base. Mm. Although I could not stop thinking about the island of people who knew too much in The Simpsons. <laughs> and I was expecting the kind of the bubble to stop him on the way out, the little scene of, you know, why did you think that would stop him? Shut up! That's why. <laughs> like, one of my favourite scenes from The Simpsons. But, yeah, I've got a couple of massive question marks. And I think, again, it's a result of that they've just kind of plucked that out and expanded the stuff around it. But, yes, the... the As a result of... Script revisions, yeah. Yes, but that stuff in itself, pretty good, pretty good. And I could have done with a lot more of that. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I actually didn't mind the whole shaving off his fingertip and all that stuff. Yeah, to to be able to. I thought that stuff was really, really cool. I also love the idea of the unknown guardian. Yeah. If you escape, there is somebody who's after you. Yeah. Like, you don't know who it is. You don't know. You're being tracked. Again, underutilised. Underutilised, yes, very much so. And I actually think that his escape is the most exciting part of the film. Yep. And the best directed part. Yep. The yeah, action stuff is there, pretty good. For sure. Although, when he gets out and goes back to his house, they destroy that fucking thing. 
I know <laughs> that is the worst action scene everywhere. Me. I did I did enjoy the fact that they just went all out of the house and it was by the end of it it was just in flames. There's shit blowing up. You know, there's a grenade in the pool. Yeah. Yes, silliness, but still in the realm of this is what I'm here for. Well, honestly, you'd probably go down that route, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Like of you course. need to go down that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not concocting this game that they concocted, but I, I probably think that he's coming home, and that's where we're gonna, <laughs> we're yeah. gonna find him. Oh but... yeah, we'll run into him in the, you know, at his home, his home place. Yeah. Okay. The punch up in the hotel room with those two dudes. Mm-hmm. The, little, the little guy with the flick knife. Yeah. In, t- in his toes. Solid, <laughs> solid. So I like that. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was pretty cool. It was okay. It's pretty well done. But I think that's where he's like. That's where Sweethearts. He's at. God, he's, he's he's cut his teeth, right? He did a lot of the Jet Li wire work and all that so, sort of things. So more maybe of that it should have been more of that. Yeah. I thought that 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 was a reasonable punch up. Mm. And then for me, the final kind of confrontation in the Coliseum. Fucking thing full of mine, <laughs> a minefield, a tiger. Yeah. I mean, it's all happening in there. A punch up between him and Rourke. Yep. You know, good. Oh, that, that's what I was after. And I even fell f- I even enjoyed the the switcheroo on him having stepped on the mine. But yeah, the cross yeah, was that moved. was all right. I that thought was that was okay. kind of cool. Yep. I mean, the logistics of moving those crosses without anyone seeing you, high, highly debatable. Yeah, and again, I've got a couple of things to mention about stuff that goes <laughs> on there where I was just kind of looking at it going, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but... Overall, yes, again, though, that that was the part of it where I can I can shove that the stupid shit aside because you're entertaining me, hmm. and this is what I'm here for. That was okay. That was where Rodman was doing less talking and more running around and Punching trying to kick people. And and stuff. My thinking though is that I just needed a little bit more in the the Rourke Van Dam face off. Yeah, because I needed Rourke to touch him up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that didn't happen. Well, could Rourke? I mean, maybe they should have just. I, I, I look at this movie and think. The whole Rourke Van Damme stuff, if that had been in it, we're not dealing with Dennis Rodman, we're just making the Colony movie. I'm in. Yeah, I am too. I think it would have worked out really well. Because then you've got Rourke in the background while Van Damme's in the Colony trying to get out. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, and he's trying to get back to his kids, his, yep. his, daughter, his, his, um, you know, his wife and their newborn baby, and Rourke's got them covered. It, it makes more sense. I'm not quite sure where Van Damme came in. I'm oh, sorry, Rodman came in. Yeah, I think it was just trying to cash in on on some notoriety. Uh, that was it for me, from the likes. Did yeah, you have anything else? very much it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we stretched you as far as we could. Yeah. I'm padding. Okay. I'm padding in the likes now. Okay. Dislikes. Okay. Not a hint of fucking setup or restraint or no, <laughs> no. Uh, what happened to the days? Why when... What happened to the days? <laughs> Why I, want, I want to know what happened to the days when JCVD was just a lonely drifter on a quiet farm. Like, <laughs> I mean, those days, those fucking heady days are long gone. Who was picking up Jugs magazine? <laughs> he was on the run. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still get his Jugs subscription, but he's on the. <laughs> I can run. I mean, that movie I is mean, cool. Look, Honestly, when you're a lonely drifter, that's probably the best time to have a sticky bag around. Like, <laughs> that movie's plot was the Shawshank Redemption <laughs> in comparison to this. I mean, Jesus. Pretty much. Pretty this much. movie, the plot mechanics are ridiculous. 
just fucking ridiculous. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. But they come up with some crap later on that I'll get to involving Rodman and some some monks in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just, I mean, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we'll just could that. not have it. We'll I was just that. like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And that's but, where, you know, that's that's where um, one of Dennis's down, downfalls of the movie is. He's, I mean, it's the same for Van Damme. He's, Dennis only seemed to have one level. He was kind of yucking it up and being silly all the time. In amongst those monks, it was just like now we've taken it to the to the extreme, and it's just not good. Mm. Especially when one of the monks seems to be accessing internet porn. Yes. <laughs> what was that? Oh, that whole scene is. Oh, is I'm wow. still fucking slightly baffled. Yeah. Okay. We talked about the director mm-hmm. cutting his teeth, but some of the flourishes are just terrible. Like. He goes to slow mo and then quick cuts while it's in yeah, slow mo. Strobe kind of what cuts where it just freezes. That? I didn't like that either. Yeah. Like, where do you get that? And why do you go to slow mo in sequences where Mickey Rourke's just talking magnetically in Van Damme's ear? Like, so we go to slow mo. I'm like, why? Well, you know, that era of Rourke, I'd probably go to slow mo if he was whispering in my ear too. Look, I tell you what. <laughs> Mickey's face may have been palatable, but you do got slow mo on it. Like, because then you can see the creases, Jared. Yeah, yeah. And nobody needs to see that. No, I don't think so. I also thought JCVD's chemistry with his wife was. I would describe it as Padlecky. Oh, oh, no (laughs) doubt. Like, JCVD and most women in the films he's in, he gets given nothing. Like, they don't. Build a lot of character no. with, with the wives and that. I think the best one is probably Time Cop, where yeah. he, that they do kind of build a bit of that because they have to because she comes back into it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we open with her there in the pool, and he's like, "You are beautiful," and all oh. this sort of wank, and then fucking boom, suddenly, suddenly she's fucking kidnapped four yeah. years later. Yeah, well, he's killed or whatever. I mean, it's just, yeah, the chemistry level is. I mean, his chemistry with Rodman. It's no good either. No, no. Yeah, anyone's chemistry with anyone else in this movie is <laughs> questionable. <laughs> um, I noticed we also had Belloc from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was his handler. Like, oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. Christ, how, how he has fallen. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> there's, a, there's a fella, speaking of the pool, the guy that comes and... Starts, you know, laying down the law while he's at the pool. Yeah, oh, his, his acting is just atrocious. Oh, I was going to say, like, how do, you, is he? how do you stand out with a poor performance opposite Van Damme? I mean, that's a, that's a gimme. That's an open layer. And you fucking missed it. No, be fair, Damme. I mean, fuck, how, do you, how are you the worst performer in a movie with Dennis Rodman in it? Well... I mean, but but this particular guy, like when he was talking, he sounded like he was doing a fucking Troy McClure impression. I think it was Dub Jay was Benedict. I think his name Jay might be. Benedict, holy shit! I could be uh, labelling the wrong person. I'm going to assume Jay. He comes in, he starts going, "You want personal? I'll give you personal." Oh, it's not about like, personal. It's about <laughs> politics. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> look at that guy. He's got a tie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's Hollywood for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because we're used to John Claude just doing his usual kind of stuff and 
J- JCVD's performance was tolerable and <laughs> Jay Benedict was was looking like a schmuck out there. <laughs> Benedict. I hope we've labelled the right guy. I, I'm thinking we have. Yeah, okay. The dialogue is a fucking disaster. Yeah. Like, all of it is just big globs of exposition with not much else. Yeah. yeah. Um, the basketball puns. I mean, Jesus, Jared. Yeah, yeah the enough. guy played for the Bulls. I get it. Enough. Enough. Oh, there was also one about the bad boys, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't play for the bad, bad boys, boys anymore. anymore. Oh, fuck. Oh, let's get off the bench. Heads. A good defence is a great offence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think after about three lines, I was like, we know he plays basketball. Can we get past that? <laughs> no, no obviously we, we can't. We couldn't for the rest of the movie. Uh as I said, I estimated it at about 60%. Well, I may be overdoing it there, but he's... And even when they so jump out of a plane dollar. together, they with no parachute, they end up in basketball <laughs> shape. <laughs> basketball oh, shape floating on. device. Come on. Stop it. And even right at the end when he turns around, he goes, I wonder what the final will be. Because I'll blame this yeah, on me. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like... Mm. Yeah. Stop. We Stop. get it. We get it. Yeah, I, you know, you've just reminded me about it, but fucking Rodman, con. When he first <laughs> finds, when he first finds, Dennis, what's his character name again? Yes. Yaz. When he first finds Yaz. Who does your hair? Zig Ritter. As soon as we get into the club, I'm like, okay, it's Dennis Rodman. They're going to go all out. They're going to run with this. Then I see what appears to be someone in like a gimp suit in a fucking... <laughs> Tank, scuba diving a tank or something. And I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, I saw that and I thought, what kind of club is this? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even by sort of BDSM standards. Oh, I mean, you know. Yeah, I was kind of sitting there thinking, I wonder what they do when it's that person's break time. Like, how, do they, how do they keep the illusion up here? Come on out of the tank. <laughs> You've got lunch. <laughs> half hour, no more. Yeah, half hour, no take, more. You're back in the tank. Take some deep breaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, we talked about Van Damme's chemistry with his wife, non-existent. Mm. But their relationship and their character as a pair is non-existent. So we we haven't, like, it's impo- almost impossible to believe that he really is that steam to get out of the colony? Because I don't know about you, Jared, but I'm, the colony seems like a pretty fucking easy gig. Yeah, yeah, the colony looks pretty good. You, for, you know, three square meals. Three, three square meals. I'm in paradise. And all I've got to do is sit, sit in the chair and go, yeah, lounge around by the pool, get in a meeting occasionally and make some fucking half-assed assessment of uh, what's going on without any kind of background. And yeah, exactly. that, everyone goes, good job. Yeah, good Let's job. go back to the pool. It's happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I'd be rushing back. Well, they seem, to have the, they seem to have the peak of technology, but it couldn't distinguish when it was just a flimsy fucking piece of skin <laughs> on, a, on an eraser. On an eraser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The eraser obviously had all the lumps and bumps of yeah. a, a figure. I've got a few things to, to mention about the colony, but we'll, we'll kind of unpack them later. Okay, good, good. Because look, I I I glossed over that because I was looking for good things, mm. so I let that go. But Rodman is introduced in the first fifteen minutes and then basically missing for about thirty-five oh, minutes or something, which is what should have been the good part of the movie. Well, <laughs> essentially, that tells me you didn't need Rodman. There no. was no point in having Rodman. Yeah, 
And didn't. again, I think you're right. Some studio idiot goes, oh, Dennis Rodden's hot right now. He's not an actor's fucking asshole, but we'll put him <laughs> in a movie. Yeah. Like, none of that makes any sense. No. I had to laugh, though, at the start when, he, you know, when Quinn does take that truck. Yeah, there's yeah, this yeah. quick shot of like inside the CIA headquarters. There's this ridiculous exposition of two agents going, Quinn is in. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> if he gets this out, his resignation will be final. I was just oh, like, oh, my yeah. God. That's how you handle <laughs> it. That's just organic. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I know how. That's, that's what I do when I'm in the office. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was shocking. That was so uh, forced. So forced. There were so many of those little bits and pieces that just came off. So badly. Uh, we also had, uh, you know, a staple of the era. Some typical uh, homophobic comments from JCVD. Oh, yeah. He seems to have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did he say? There. Something about... Doesn't want to know about your sex life yeah. or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, like, what did he say initially? <laughs> Was that following up the bad boys comment? Or oh, like that? No, it was before that. But yeah, he says, I don't want to know about your sex life. Fucking hell, mate. Why? Why do you have to go? Yeah, there? he just had to. He just had to squeeze it in there. And also, I had another comment on uh, Sweetheart's directing. I mean, fucking twenty minutes in, you would have sworn the bloke was Dutch with all the fucking tilting that was going on of the cameras. <laughs> yeah, he thought he'd bring something new to the table when he uh, crossed over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're filming in uh, you know what are supposedly different parts of Europe, so why not go with a bit of Dutch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas, see, I prefer my. My European directors like Paul Verhoeven. They just come over with the same fucking outrageous style they were dishing yeah, up in yeah. Europe. Blow everything up. This is in my dislikes, but I fucking laughed at it very heartily. Van Damme dodging some bullets with what appears to be some kind of capoeira. <laughs> I mean, interesting choice. I mean, even though, even though, if you decide to do that, I still think they come pretty quickly in the decision making. I think they come quicker than doing like a fucking, I don't know, like yeah, the Russian dance, <laughs> whatever they call that shit, where you kick yeah. your legs up. Bit of cossack. Uh, yeah. Bit of cossack. Fucking <laughs> yeah. dance around like a cossack for fuck's sake. Come on, JCVD. Don't yeah, yeah. fucking have me on. I mean, but the time in between when you hear the gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. By that time, a bullet. <laughs> it's already hit you before you think Cossack. Whack. I'm down. Dodged it. You can't get me. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah, get yeah, a moving yeah. target. <laughs> Not moving anymore. You're fucking flat on the, on the deck. No, the thing for me, Jared, was my favourite bit that it's in the dislikes, but I pissed myself laughing, is it goes three years later. Yeah. And we come to Van Damme at home, and the phone's ringing, and he's in the pool, and Van Damme comes running out to get it with what looks to be a fucking leaving conditioner in his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's here, he's here, I'm like, what the fuck? This is your lowest end, mate. Is that when he starts going, uh, yeah, Jim W. Gow! Gow is in the way, or something like that. I'm like, gosh, what are we... Yeah. Uh, and I'm... then the missus, see, they use that later. She goes... She says she to walk. giggling. Oh, she my has... husband thought it was a cow. And all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I got the sense very early there that we weren't on stable ground no, here. we weren't. Um, it was just going in all sorts of directions. Correct. And talking, you know, still hovering around, probably a couple of minutes past Capoeira Cossack <laughs> sort of combinations <laughs> going on. I'm still a little confused how we moved directly from a fun park to a maternity ward. 
Did I miss yeah. something there? Yeah, I think I... Like, at one point, it looked like Mickey Rourke. I can't remember what it was. Was he leaping over the fucking cha-cha or the sizzler or something? And then uh, <laughs> there's a fucking hospital directly. Yeah, he door. leaps over it. Next thing you know, we're in a maternity ward. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do we get here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like, too? They, they assemble this team to take down Stavros. And fuck, honestly, <laughs> they're... Performance in capturing him is could only be described as a shit show. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a disaster. And I'm just like, these guys aren't spies. I mean, no. One woman says she can shoot the dick off a hummingbird from yeah, yeah. 500 miles away. He's yeah. immediately shot through the, <laughs> through the scope. <laughs> <laughs> by Mickey Rourke with like a pistol <laughs> he's out here playing point blank he did it pretty quickly there he's uh, yeah yes it was a bit of a shit show um, obviously didn't get the job done that's why you get that's why you end up in the colony you silly bastard <laughs> yeah but everyone keeps talking about how Quinn's the best I mean, if you watch that performance, you don't even take him to a colony. You yeah, just drown yeah. the prick on the way I mean, up. is he still your best shot? The bloke hasn't done it in three years. Clearly, from that, he's rusty. <laughs> we figured that out. <laughs> yeah, not just fucking rusty. It takes a while to get back in the oh, game there. Jesus Christ. Also, Mickey Rourke seems to be wearing Marty McFly's shoes from Back to the Future too. <laughs> oh, Maybe know? that's how he got so quickly over the... <laughs> he leapt over the sizzler onto a hoverboard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the zipper. It could have been the zipper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, but I'm with you. What the fuck? How did we get to a maternity ward? Yeah, I was How? And it was fucking abandoned. They seemed to be the only two people in there. It was Halloween too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah there's yeah. no one around on Halloween night. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> You'd think that Definitely. place would be teeming. <laughs> of course. Michael Myers would be bumping into people left and right. <laughs> yeah, he would have been, that would have been, should have been one of his highest kill counts. Yeah, We're still, well, still he probably busy, would have said, fuck, I need to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to see me. <laughs> I'm going to leave the colony a little bit. I had another something to say there, but the one thing I will say about it here is the interlocking lasers, it was kind of funny. Like the water laser. Yeah, yeah. But I was just, I was thinking to myself, geez, it must be a bastard if you choose to go fishing off the island. <laughs> Have we got any fishing rods on the colony? Nah, nah, they're all fucking cutting up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had it, I drilled in a big one, but the fucking lasers came from the last yeah, yeah. chopped it off. Chopped it off. They cut me line. The setup of the, the trap at his house, I could not stop fucking laughing. Like, you knew what was going on. But the actual fucking bomb being a, a fake of his baby. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. JCVD. Like, you think about it, and that's one of those things where you're like, this only makes sense if you're imagining it from the sense of we're looking at all this through a fucking film camera. Because if they all know he's there, as soon as he enters the house and he's in there, you've got him. You don't need a fucking bomb <laughs> in a beta. There seems to be other ways that you could have got that job done. Like Correct. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of... It was... Again, that part I did find entertaining, but I just couldn't... I couldn't stop laughing at that. I've got one for you. What was going on in the training montage? 
Yeah, I don't know. He's lifting that bathtub. He's humming that bathtub. Like <laughs> I mean, he is in absolute... He's got his hands up behind his head. He's going... <laughs> I'm just like, JCVD, take it easy, mate. And yeah? it also brings up that the security in the colony is obviously pretty lax from the get-go. They just trust that the lasers are going to do the job and don't fucking bother with anything else. You know the guy lasers. in the room next door went and rang up room service and said the uh, yeah. fucking guy next to me ripped his butt out of the yeah. wall. I knocked on the fucking door. All I could see was him fucking hanging off the, <laughs> hanging off the top of it. I, yeah, it kind of it was laughable. It was like yeah, fingerprints, lasers. Other than that, you're left to your own devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to look. We're not going to check up on you. It's, it's, What's that well, bucket hanging off your fucking door? Were <laughs> well, you kicking a bucket full of rocks? <laughs> I mean, surely someone's asking questions. Yeah. Why have you got a bucket full of rocks? <laughs> But, yeah, Jared, asking. is that Hamilton Island? <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> the colony is just fucking I think Hamilton Island's got tighter, tighter security on the on the premises. Maybe doesn't have the, <laughs> the lasers in the water. Yeah, but that's yeah. right. Adam, my favourite part of the movie, my mm-hmm. absolute favourite part of the movie, is when we roll up on Van Damme dressed as some sort of alternative cough. <laughs> 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 With those glasses, <laughs> and fucking nose ring, shaggy hair. Oh, and he's again. wearing um, he's wearing Chuck Taylors and stuff. Yeah, again, as soon as I saw him and he had the, the is he wearing shit glasses. catchers? <laughs> he's also wearing <laughs> shit catchers. So fucking hell, so. dog Claude, <laughs> stick out like a fucking sore thumb. <laughs> I mean, you're in Rome. You're in yeah. Rome. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, that was, it was so funny because he looked ridiculous, but also that was his fucking. That was the way that he was going to stay under the radar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we I think I like Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Some, that... Someone on the scopes there go. We seem to have a, uh, f- uh, you know, uh, early forties ish, late thirties, early early forties ish man in a what appears to be a shit wig. <laughs> uh, you know what I was thinking. <laughs> When Mr. Burns comes in in The Simpsons and goes, trying to get money out of it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Me and my fourth form chums are... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, fellow students. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... I, yeah, again, I couldn't stop laughing. Not long after that, I think, is when we get the Cybermonks, Adam. Oh! <laughs> 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 Oh, it's the most preposterous idea in the entire movie. Oh, hilarious. But before that, there's a um, Rodman engages in a bit of a blue with a bloke in a taxi. Yeah. And the guy shoots over the taxi, and all I could think about was Frank Drebin and two fucking bins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, just leading out two bins away. Go, <laughs> I, I, it reminded me of that shit. I yeah. couldn't stop laughing. But yes. then we immediately go into Cybermonks. Is this movie is trying to tell me that Dennis Rodman befriended these blokes? <laughs> Via the internet. Hey, I love it. <laughs> I love when they send an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks oh. like it's on a Nokia fucking a Nokia tablet or some yeah. shit. Loving it. Great stuff. I, I mean, it dates the film almost immediately, followed by the monk going, Of course. We'll catch up, my brothers. And the monk goes, I'll send you an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, not, but it's, not, it's not that. The thing is, it's not that dissimilar from something like John Wick. And 
Lawrence Fishburne's yeah. crew, a network of people you don't expect to have the info. I mean, that that could work. But the fact that he goes under under the church or whatever, they're fucking... That's the only way you get to the Coliseum, yeah, through yeah. the fucking and maze got, of tunnels yeah, under here. they've got the... Yeah, they're typing on the keyboards. They've got the thing in the middle that looks... Looks like the fucking thing the Riddler had on his head in <laughs> Batman Forever. And I'm just looking at it going, this is how you age the film. Like, you watch John Wick in 10 years, I don't think you're going to look at the look at Lawrence Fishburne's group and go, oh, gee, that aged, aged really badly. Hmm. It's going to look... Because they created a world... Where this kind of thing can happen. Yeah. Like, that's why John Wick works, is because in the first John Wick, we only got the Continental very briefly. Yes. But it set the tone. And we started to expand. We started to expand in the second one and things like that. So this is trying to do that without sending it, spending any time. Yeah. And as you said, cybermunks looking up pornography. <laughs> look. <laughs> it's, it's, and fist bumping. Yeah, and yeah. Like look, that. there's a fucking... There's a fine line between, <laughs> between that and being acceptable. So yep. probably shouldn't have had that. But... It just it boggles the mind that this character of Van D- of, of Rodman's has these type of connections. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't really establish that he is anything more than just some guy you get some guns on. Yeah, there's no, there's no. That's part of the you know the lack of setup. He's just you, you meet him as the guy who can get all this shit. He's like he just, Q. He's yeah. sort of like Q. Yes, very much so. And it just it doesn't work for him. I think you need a little more so if you're going to go to the lengths of putting him in the movie as much as you did down the back back end of it. Yeah, but also, anyway. it, it seemed to be a bit of a shirt-off thing, too, in the back half. <laughs> you know, Rourke's rolling around shirtless. Rodman decides to go shirtless with ten minutes to go. Like, I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> JCBD surprisingly keeps his shirt on. Yeah. He's, he goes early shirtless. But then he then he, he he gets his he keeps his gear on. Yeah, normally he's the one kicking things off. Oh yeah, he's the guy who gets in there first. Yeah, yeah. That comment he makes, oops, air ball. Oh, <laughs> fucking stop! Is what? that the part where he's also talking to the skull just before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, sorry man, we we really need to do this or something, and then kind of waits a second. He goes, thanks. And I was just like, God. Dennis. Who told you to do this? I mean, even Dennis Rodman's agent reads this script and says, no thanks, we'll wait for a better opportunity. Simon <laughs> says it's just coming around the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, we wait, we hold. The last big one for me is the Coal Coliseum blows to absolute shit <laughs> and these three guys cower behind a Coke machine <laughs> that Coliseum wouldn't have Coke machines in it for starters, would it? Well, maybe. I, I mean, couldn't get in there when I went. If it's got a fucking mainframe underneath it, I'm sure they can get a couple of Coke machines True. Oh, there, but, well, there's a fucking tunnel, an elaborate tunnel system that gets anyone yes. that wants to. But I would have thought, undetected, uh, regardless of whether the Coke machines were there or that, that they were not, I'm not sure the Coke machines survive an ex- fucking explosion like that. No, no, the Coke machines are made out of fucking plastic and things <laughs> like that. I suggest yeah. that they don't survive that. No, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> But also, can I just ask how... So we've got these secret tunnels, and I get that Rodman is like Q, but we've got these secret tunnels. Oh, yeah, the bridge is going to be cut off. There's only one way to the island, the bridge is cut off, so we've got to go to the secret tunnels. 
Rodman still somehow manages to fucking procure a dirt bike from somewhere. Yeah, with no... We have no knowledge of where he got that. We also got no real knowledge of how he got to the Coliseum because mm. hadn't he fucked off, though? I thought he was in the tunnels with him at some point. But Oh, no, he was, yeah. But yeah. the only thing I'm led to believe is that one of fucking Stavros's men turned up on a dirt bike. But don't you just show that outside the Coliseum? There's guys on so. dirt bikes and then yeah, the beats the yeah. shit out of one of them. And- yeah, because it just... It, the way it's played, again, it just comes out of nowhere and it, it looks fucking stupid. Yeah, correct. Uh, but then again, it is in the midst of a fucking tiger being unleashed in the midst of a mano a mano battle around landmines in the Coliseum. So maybe I shouldn't be picking. So maybe I shouldn't be picking nits at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps not, Sharon. Perhaps no nit picking is required. Mm. You said you had problems with the colony. Have we got to mm. all that yet, or you get? I was saving that for last. My last thing too is that Dennis Rodman seems to be rapping on the final song. <laughs> <laughs> that was mine too. I was like, "What?" I took, I fucking, I had a deep fucking sigh of relief, and then I heard this dance track with him fucking mumbling over yeah, the top of it. Is he? Was he on? Was he doing some musical? I'm work sure as it well? was his voice. Oh, I'm per- positive it was. But him. it was also he was mumbling about some a woman, like what he says is a woman with the family jewels between her legs. Yeah, I, don't I was know. just like, what? <laughs> you caught me off guard yeah. here, Dennis. I yeah, Dennis, know. Dennis. <clears throat> music's not in your blood either, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Acting's not in your blood, neither is music. No, I just kind of... Oh, I didn't know what to do at that point. So, the colony, okay. my issues. Yeah. First off... Okay. I like the idea of the colony, but it requires a little more than what we got in the movie because all I could think about was if these people are so skilled... Mm. And some of them, because, you know, the thing was they're so skilled and so dangerous that we have to contain them. Yes. Well, JCVD had lived uh, peacefully in society for three years, we're led to believe. So if he is so skilled yet not dangerous, and why is he not better off being utilised by the agency out in the field? They seem desperate to use him out in the field uh, with... Coming to get him from his peaceful well, lot. Well, that's the thing. They, they 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 bring him back into service to catch Stavros, even though he's been allowed to retire. Yeah. But so what? You're allowed to retire if you want. Yeah. And live a peaceful life, but if you don't want to retire, you go to the colony. Well, are you taken to the colony? They didn't. I thought it was part of he's dead and he's in this thing of oh you're super skilled, but you're dangerous. But that doesn't fit for him. And then when we get in there, we've got all these other agents living with criminals. So I'm like, okay, we need a little more here because this doesn't make a lot of sense because now you're solving fucking these crimes and these things. I don't know. Is the agency, any of these agencies that employed you fellas accessing these services? Because it appears that they are. (laughs) I don't know. And then they kind of, there's part of it where they frame it of, oh, it's the price that you, you fucked up with Stavros. Well, there wasn't a price before that, as far as I'm aware. Like, I just, I couldn't get why he was in this class of too skilled yet too dangerous. Yeah. Uh, is it the knowledge that he had? Is it, you know, is it you know too much? So you served us well, but we can't have you out in, in society. In society, and we don't want to kill you. So your fucking trade-off is you're in the colony. Well, I think that's the better way to handle it. Is to say that yes, we we cannot allow you to retire because you can have like, that. Yeah, that's the danger for him. But what it should have been is a switcheroo, Jared. 
he does his final job and he thinks he's going to be allowed to retire and he's bloody put taken into custody and sent to the colony because we don't allow you to retire. Yeah. When you when you are a a government asset like this that has all this information, CIA, you yeah. know, you're doing black ops and stuff, yeah. you do not get to live in society. You and have that's to what, live here. And that's what sort of fits in when he goes and says, oh, it's you, it's this guy, it's that guy. Mm. But then the intriguing part of all that was, oh, it's the crooks too, but we only use that with one guy who initially I thought was his guardian because we fucking see him underwater. Mm. And then it's just like... No, Why no, did he put a, paper, a plastic bag over his head too? Underwater. Uh, yeah, there's probably a better way to get it done, but obviously he wouldn't have access to... to well, there is no fucking oxygen, so what's the difference? Like, well, that's... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just... Lost there. Yeah, <clears throat> lost. So that was your problem. That was your big problem with the colony. Yeah, I just felt like they didn't explain why he needed to be there well enough. No, no. They didn't explain nothing no. about anything. Correct. Maybe um, that was all in the script, the good script, the good colony script. I get the feeling that probably not. I I'm going to go looking for it. You reckon it's floating around? Yeah, I reckon. The original one? I wouldn't mind having a look. I'd just like to see where they went. It's clear Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's they went. Clear, on, they, it's they, clear that forty minutes of Dennis Rodman was per- full preferred. fucking head of steam down Rodman Rodman Road. Yeah, Rodman Road, which isn't paved. No, no. <laughs> it's not paved. Fucking barely able to stay in your vehicle. It's fucking yeah. thrashing around. So, so forty minutes of Rodman is definitely added. Mm-hmm. I think you'll find that I would guess that the Stavros stuff is still part of it. Yeah. Because that's his motivation to get revenge. But get I reckon the it's the, the stuff in there and the explanations around who's there and why they're there, I reckon that would have been fleshed out. You would hope. Then again, but... if it's from the writer of Death Wish 3, maybe not. <laughs> I could be... You could be severely wrong yeah. in that respect. Yeah. I could be holding out fucking false hope here. Yeah, you could. Have you got anything else to offer? No, that history? was it. That was really my only big issue around the... the the colony stuff and I mean once I'd heard Dennis rapping for a little bit I, had to I want to know what that song is off. I want to know what that song is I'm going to look it up when we finish here but honestly please don't the bloke has just look I gave him a po- I gave him a pro but you've probably talked me around all the time <laughs> that was easy well I mean at least as I said he seems to be having fun with what he's doing he shouldn't be doing it whatever it is no he shouldn't be <laughs> and his acting, <laughs> his acting performance is kind of very one note, I guess. It is. It is. But, but it's because he's not an actor. I get what you're saying. He could have got away with that. His role should have been smaller. They could have still had him as that guy, but just have him cropping up a couple of times when JCVD needs weapons. Don't inject him into a third of the script at the end. Like, Yeah, yeah, I would agree there. And I don't think you put a novice actor like Rodman in a film with a director who not although not a novice, not no not a well sort of seasoned person who handles like the studio system. Hmm. So you, you know, you're not you're not dealing with somebody who knows how to how to you know look after these sort of films and get an entertainment value out of it. Yeah. When you're dealing with Dennis Rodman, who doesn't know how to act. <laughs> well, fuck, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't. 
I mean, if yeah, you're the one that was saying it was a pro half an hour. If, if I had to compare his acting to his basketball game, it was his shooting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much of a shooter. No. The big boy wasn't somebody who he didn't put up many. No. But I kind of see why they went that way because Van Dam was waning as mm. a viable box office star. So they probably yeah. thought put him with Dennis Rodman. Could we have just done it with something? other than this script that I'm kind of intrigued by now. Yeah. I think that they made some just bad decisions there. Mm. All right. That was Double Team. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Instagram at Thrill Me Podcast. Reach out to us if you want us to cover any sort of whatever film you'd like. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next one we cover. But until then, take it easy, everyone, and we'll catch you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.